they were like, it was like one of the first episodes. And they were like, so apparently it's like your thumb to your index finger. And like, you know, they were talking yeah. about dick yeah. sizes and stuff. Like, this is like, you know, the Friends cast. <laughs> but then, who was it? Joey or someone was like, can you use either thumb? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fucking Joey. But would that show get away with it these days? It was like no a way. PG type of it's like all think, about sex. Nah, I don't think there are a lot of shows that are like what happened back in our day. There's no way they'd get away with half of the things. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. They still, yeah, it's pretty. Maybe I'm just getting older and I'm like, oh, that's naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should be recording for that. Right I now. am. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, the video's not. Oh. So, yeah, I'm just going to have a time limit because I need to turn it back on again. Yeah. Oh, mate, you get yourself stuck. Standard. Get in your bed. Come on. You know the deal. You get to come if you sit in your bed. Good boy. Oh, thanks, Mum. Good boy. I'm nervous. Well, are, are we on? Yeah, we've been recording this oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. So this is our uh, Ducks cast number one. Over the time, we've done, um, at the end of the week, maybe we've done like a video or we've done like a little, um, you know, video talking about uh, the week to come or just done a little collage of, of stuff that we've done over the week in the form of video or photos. We're going to try out the whole podcast thing. Just jump on the bandwagon, see if we can get as many followers as Joe Rogan, who knows. <laughs> One day, maybe. Um, so hopefully the plan is to do this every Friday. That's uh, that's the goal. Whether that happens or not is another story. But yeah. we'll try and do it every Friday. Maybe a new a new coach every time as well to get some different perspectives and to basically go over the week that we've had, talk about some things, uh, you know, things that we like, things that could Im be improved on, and uh, maybe we can get to know the coaches a little bit better as well, and just try to have a good time. And you know, it's the end of the week, so we just want to kind of relax. So. Today we have Liam and Rian. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we've got Leon, Rian and Leon. Leon. Sorry, you, you go first. We're one now. We're one. So, uh, Rian and Liam. Rian. Yeah. What's going on with you? Um, nothing. I've had a pretty big week, normal training week and uh, coaching, so it's been good. Been, I started taking the Tuesday afternoon. I stole it from Liam, yes. um, which has you. been really fun because <laughs> I was only taking the morning classes at uh, Red Hill. Um, so it's been really good to take the Tuesday afternoon mm. and um, get to know those guys a little bit better. Really enjoyed that. Um, and it's always a good vibe. What's, the, what's it like compared to the AM vibe? I mean, listen, I feel like it's very similar in the sense that like 5.30 is always pumping at Red Hill. So it's a big class. And then the, I mean, well, 5 and the 6 were both pretty big on Tuesday this week, which was cool. Um, so... I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a pretty even vibe over there, yeah. but yeah, as long as it's especially on Tuesdays. I think Tuesdays is probably like the busiest afternoon. One of the busiest. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, it was just I don't know. It's just nice. It's nice to get to know some different faces. You know, you want to think that you get to know every single person in the gym, but there's two gyms here, and yeah. there's a lot of classes, <laughs> and um, no, it's been good. I've really mm. enjoyed it. Yeah. Good. And uh, anything else going on with you other than gym and lifting? Is there um, a house you've got going on? Oh, renovating? yeah. Yeah, so we're in the process of uh, currently renovating our house. Well, the inside's done. We're now finishing, like, the landscaping on the outside. 
and I say we very loosely. It's mostly my my partner yes. doing all of it. Think I'm just Mac does more than you. Yeah, I'm just standing there with the coffee, like pointing at things, mm-hmm. really. Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. I do want it to be over though. I would like to just be able to not spend my weekend gardening or going to Bunnings or oh, mate, living there. I know it's like you're just I'm at my wits end I walk in and I take him every single time and they're like you're back and I'm like yep. yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. no but it's um it's been good it's definitely been a learning program a process for both of us the renovating um I don't know if I'll do it again anytime soon let's well, just say that you have to. yeah <laughs> you do what it mean? once so you don't have to again. again well if we bought another place. And <laughs> yeah, I think that's the key point, is just stay where we yeah. are. Um, yeah, I don't know about you, but I've only got enough money for one house. <laughs> I'm thinking like long term, in like yeah. another five or ten years. Yeah. Um, I'm very hopeful, but yeah. with this market, probably not so much mm-hmm. right now. And Liam. Yeah, that's me. How do we pronounce your full name just on the record? <laughs> oh, on I the always record. try and throw it out, and I end up coming up with like completely different things every well, time. Do we want to include my middle name or are we going to leave yeah, it? Let's do it. Okay, so my name is Liam Francois. Francois. Janse van Rensberg. That is my wow. full name. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, so Liam Jansen will do. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody Liam Jansen. Liam Jansen. I always go between person. Van Helsing and Berger. <laughs> van Helsing Berger. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think uh, my favorite one was uh, when I was playing AFL. They used to call me Liam Alphabet because I was like, yeah. if you've got every letter, it's fine. Just Liam Alphabet. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've yeah. been um, renovating a house. Well, no, building. Building. Building a house. Yeah, yes. About uh, when we say uh, I've been building the house, yeah. I've been watching other people yeah. build the house. Um, and similar thing, it's like the house is done mm. and now it's just all the external like landscaping stuff. And again. I like watching people do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on a bit of a property. You've got some yes, land. Yes, uh, we've got some land. Um, right now, unusable land because there's no fencing. So the dogs are inside and I'm so excited to get a little fence. We got a little like uh, part-time fence or whatever you want to call it. Um, Portable fence? Yeah, yeah. So like a pool fence that we just put in just like to keep the dogs in for now. Oh, until it's finished. Fence. Yes, yeah. that temporary that is was the, the word, word I was looking for, for not part-time. Um, but, uh, <laughs> ca- ca- casual fence. <laughs> casual fence. <laughs> part-time casual. Because English is my second language. Uh, um, no, but uh, they found a 25-meter rock in my backyard. A what? Yeah, what do you 25 mean? 25 meters long. So what happens with that? So that's exactly it's where like my underneath fence, the under the ground, so exactly where my fence was going to go. They cleared the the dirt to like put the fence down and then they found this rock and now we've got to wait for a guy to come out and remove the rock oh yes. I do, what? yeah is this why you got the house so cheap <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah they stitched you up uh no so it's actually the the rock is outside of the like building envelope so that's why it didn't come up on like the house survey stuff. yeah um but yeah so it's either like build the fence like 20 meters closer to the house or remove the rock so we're going to is there any plans to have any animals other than your two dogs? No. Oh. No horses. I'm oh, no. so excited. What about chickens? like a llama or something? No. No. Alpaca? So how our how our property works is we've got like a thousand five hundred square meters that is usable that we can like have our dogs on and stuff, and then we have like two hundred meters worth of protected bushland. 
that's ours, no one else can go in, but we also can't do anything on it. Like knock the trees down. Yeah. So we've got like a little five year contract that says we can't knock any trees down or burn the burn it down mm. or whatever for five years. What happens after five years? question uh, no so they, they'll come back with their new proposal because it's it's uh, like council protected because there's koalas and wallabies and stuff and yeah deer. we see a couple of deer oh, wow. that's cool yeah so like it's like they don't want the animals don't want to, go to go away, away. and we don't want the animals to go away either so that's why we're happy to build the fence at the edge of the bush mm. yeah but does that also mean is that why you can't have like any other animals or is that oh we can yeah it's just like i just you know, it's not really enough space Unless we go into the bush. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, mm. very cool. Um, What's happening with you, Greg? Mm. Just living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you've gone off my list and that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was not my next question. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll have some house news soon. But yeah, for now it's... Uh, yeah, I don't have a house and you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was. You a got two gyms, though. Yeah. I got two gyms. I don't have two gyms. I don't have two gyms. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy. Yeah, good. Um, so, let's go over Monday. Monday we did back squats, two sets of eight, two sets of six, mm. followed by uh, strict handstand push-ups. So I like this theme that you've been following. So this is week three now, right? Yeah. So um, this week we did six sets of. Uh, Handstand push-ups at 25% of your five-minute AMRAP score. Uh, we did some front squats in the extra work and some conditioning stuff, some wall walks. Yes. Anyway, uh, where were you working on Monday? You were here? I was here, yeah, at Tawong. All day, actually, yeah. So all day I was here. Um, I think I've really been enjoying getting everyone squatting on a, on a Monday as mm. well as doing the strict handstand push-up stuff. I feel like... Uh, forcing those people who've been doing seated dumbbell presses to either use a heavier weight that's super uncomfortable or to even just kick up upside down on a wall, just do a different scaling option that they have been has been really uh, cool. Mm. Uh, I've so, seen a lot of people progress with yeah, that as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I think potentially we'll, at, by the end of this uh, gymnastics block, uh, have, have a bunch of people doing a bunch more, even just getting their first strict handstand push-up and so on. I'm, yeah, yeah, I wasn't here, time. I was at the other place, but I was talking to Samantha and she was telling me that she's like one centimetre off yep. doing a strict handstand push-up. No, oh, well, we're using, she, she did an RX one uh, on the day. We, um, she was doing it with a blue mat and an ab mat on top of the blue mat. And I was like, you, that's a joke. You're doing all your sets unbroken. I just took the ab mat out. Mm. She went to the blue mat. RX handstand. Yeah, well, that's pretty yeah. much what. Uh, that's, 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 well, that's, what, that's what Meg was doing over at Red Hill. Mm -hmm. uh, not this week, last week, she was doing what she was doing all her sets. I think it was like three or four reps to the blue mat, and she's just had a baby, and she, you know, like she's like, <laughs> dude, she's stoked. awesome. Yeah, super stoked. Did you see her 10k time? No, I don't want to. I yeah. think I'd be. I think I'd cry. Like 10K, <laughs> 45 minutes, 10k run. 10k oh. run. 45 minutes for a 10k run. She Ooh. had a baby, like. A day ago, it yeah. feels like. Yeah. <laughs> like that's I've never run over a forty-five yeah. minute ten k. My knees would not like that. <laughs> I think I've run five k. That's so impressive, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I I saw Nigel do it. Were you there? No, you weren't there Monday night. Um, Nigel just like tapped me on the shoulder. and He's like, "Holy shit! I just did handstand push Yes, yeah, I'm like, "Oh, that's awesome!" I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, he's always done dumbbell press. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and even people just getting upside down if they aren't doing presses, mm. they're just getting upside down more. 
Um, what did you guys do? Did you do the um, the interval stuff? The yeah, you did that last week. One yep. kilometer, thirty seconds rest, two fifty. Had how'd that go with you? I found what machine did you use? Oh, what did, I skied. Oh. Yeah, it was so bad. So I did the handstand push-ups into the ski. That would have been it was so bad. delicious. And then went from the ski into the wall walk extra work, which was also interesting. Mm. Um, but uh, I found that first 1K interval pretty easy, uh, and then the 250 pushed the pace pretty hard, and then that 500 meter on the first round was quite challenging. Yeah, I thought the 500 yeah, was hard. Yeah, 500 was quite hard on that first round, but then on the second round through that 1K destroyed me. I really struggled to hold that um, suggested pace that mm. was in there. Um, yeah, I, I like the 1Ks because I could just slow down. I was still keeping it under like 155 mm. for 500 meters. Um, but the uh, the one minute rest followed by the 500 meters, mm -hmm. that was tough. Mm. And uh, just enough time to kind of like stand up, sit back down again, yeah. strap in, mm -hmm. And go. Yeah. But I liked it. It was enough rest to sort of keep the intensity <laughs> high. Uh, and then the 150 meters at the end is oh, just, just a rip snorter of a yeah. sprint. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did it. I did the first week on the bike. Yeah. And I was like, this would be easy. It's oh hard, yeah. my God. My yeah. legs were absolutely, they were like yep. triple the size. I actually, because I am testing all these things like the week before the classes are doing them. Yeah. I, I, I write it up on the whiteboard and I look at it and I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to try and hold a 5k pace for this bit or a 2k pace for this bit. And there was one, that one specifically, I tested it in that first bit. I was like, oh, I'll do a 2k pace for the, for the 1k. Mm. No, nowhere near. Yeah. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Not me. even close. It was, yeah, way harder than. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not really stressed myself about like holding any type of pace mm. other than what I think is right mm. for the time. Cause if I stress myself out and be like, I know what I can do for 5k, so I'll hold this. Mm. But, um, I just use the first round as like a guide and then try and hold that for the second round, um, which I did and I, everyone else I talked to did as well and they, they really like that. Mm. Uh, Tuesday's workout, we did four rounds per time, 800 <laughs> meter run, yeah. Yeah. This is great. 25 toaster bar and 25 chest bar on the other rounds. Mm. Um, that was a good one because it was like a long workout. I really like the endurance, longy workouts, you know. 15, 20 plus minutes. You just hold that steady pace. And we also did power cleans, clean pulls, and then the 30 seconds on 2.30 off on the C2 bike Oh yeah, that was up. yuck too. Um, I think uh, we can call that workout the Greg Wilson, the running, mm. the <laughs> running and gymnastics. The gymnastics, one. mate. Uh, that was, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. How quick did you do it? How quick did you do it? 16 minutes. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> half the time cap. <laughs> I, watched, I watched Courtney and Ebony do it in the morning and they, I think they came in just over 20 minutes yeah. and I was like... Yeah. <laughs> you did it at, in 16 that's minutes. That's at Red Hill too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did it here. So yeah, it's it's flat, flat run, run. but... We um, had that gate open. I had <laughs> chalk in my pockets. <laughs> I, I was chalking from like 50 meters <laughs> to the bar. <laughs> And uh, Drew just, was there, and he's like, do you want some chalk? And I'm like, already done, bro. <laughs> I literally run and jump on the bar. Yeah. That's the hardest part is the I mean, transitions. If you just yeah. put the Band-Aid up and just jump on. Yeah. For me, the challenge was I had two things that I didn't want to do on that workout. I didn't want to, like, I always get to the turnaround point on the 800, and I look up the hill, and then I walk 10 steps, and then I start running again. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that little walk. And then secondly, didn't want to chalk up once through the whole workout. You so didn't I just, chalk up I once? I chalked at the, at the start. Mm. Uh, and I was just like, because I really wanted to beat 
Joel in this one. Because <laughs> I, I know I've got him on and the gymnastic right? stuff. I did beat him in the, in the end. I know I've got him on the gymnastic stuff, but he's so freaking fast. He's very quick. He runs so fast. So it's like on that last round especially, I felt a little slippery. And I went on my run, and I think Joel had like 15 toast about left when I went on my run. Gunning it. I'm, I'm running. Yeah. I'm like, I, I need to do this chest of bars unbroken because I can hear him running behind me. Before I get to that turnaround point, he's here next to me. I turn around. I get back inside. Um, I think he'd done like 10, 12 reps on his chest of bars. Like, I need to go unbroken. Otherwise, he's beating me. But then he came down and walked over to the chalk bucket and chalked Rookie. up. And I just hopped up, did my 25, bang, bang. Took it. Took Isn't it, it funny how uh, things that make you go better in workouts is ego or um, <laughs> paranoia? Yeah. yeah. I had paranoia because I did it, you know, a week after these guys did it. So I didn't know what my time was. The clock's inside, yeah. we're outside. And I'm just telling myself, no, nah, they're going to beat me. They're going to beat me. <laughs> Got to go faster. Got to go faster. And that's kind of the mentality you yeah. need sometimes to be like, you know, especially when you're not in a heat at a competition maybe mm. where maybe you're in the third heat and there's still mm -hmm. more heats to come and then you're like oh yeah i did all right and then you realize people beat you so yeah. you've got to always assume that, that people are going faster than you <laughs> yeah um yeah it's funny though we did the all-star on the weekend i did it with elise ash and josh and there was one workout where it was like nine shuttle runs 21 27 oh, toes to bar yeah mm. 27 toes to bar 81 double unders nine bar muscle ups and I was like, this is not a shuttle run workout. <laughs> but oh everyone went like fast out the gate mm -hmm. on the shuttle runs. And I, I was the last off of the shuttle runs. And I was, the girl next to me had done like maybe five toes to bar more than me. And I jumped up and she, I heard she got to 15 and I was like, go unbroken. That's what I thought in my head. Like, don't break. But then I stopped at 20 and I was already five ahead of her now. Mm. And then I just, you that that five, extra five reps that mm. you hold on, I just stayed in front of her the whole time. And then the bar muscle-ups at the end, mm. they come down at four and I held on for the whole nine. And you go through and you're just like, oh, excellent. I had to do that yeah. because <laughs> my ego was not going to let her yeah. catch up to me. I love it. Yeah. Ego can be good, but... It can yeah, also can... hurt. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Was there anyone else on that Tuesday that stood out for you guys when you were coaching? What was that? Oh, um, so Ella came in and um, she did the workout. She did. Petite. Yeah, Ella yeah. Petite. She came in and did the workout. So she's also just recently had a baby. So recently. So recently. Was that her first running workout? No, she didn't run. Uh, so she did bike, but mm. she did do uh, the pull-ups. So yeah. she did awesome. just chin over bar pull-ups, did them all. Mm. And um, she did like straight leg raises mm -hmm. and absolutely crushed it. That's so good. Uh, I yeah. think running is like the last piece of the puzzle when mm. you've just had a baby. Yeah. So it might be 12 yeah, weeks and then you she's start running again. She's waiting for her physios. Clear. All clear. Yeah. Um, I watched Tash do it here in the morning mm. and she was super unsure about it. And uh, I think she was like halfway into her first round of toast about doing threes and fours. And she was mm. like, I think I'm going to do 15. I, was like, I walked up and I was like, I think you can do it. Uh, and she did it. She did threes and fours the whole way through. Um, chin over bar pull-ups, but it was it was awesome. She got it probably like four minutes under the time cap still. Yeah, wow. Stella. Yeah, it was probably my favorite part. She is um, under the radar sometimes. Yeah. She always she impresses does. me every time. Um, 
on Wednesday, we did some heavy push presses. So 10, mm. 8, 8, 8. And then the, what do we call this one? The three and three. Three and three. Yeah. Uh, nine deadlifts, nine push jerks, nine bar facing burpees, three minutes on, three minutes off. Mm. I reckon How this one was sneaky. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I feel like even coaching that, I was like, oh my God, the three minutes is already up yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> you need to go yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I wrote this and thought I would, oh, like, oh yeah, we'll get through 10 rounds. Nah. Ten rounds? I, I looked, I was like, ten rounds, like three and a bit on the first, three and a bit on the last, and then Go three ahead. on. Yeah, and then just send it on the last round. And I got halfway through that second round. I was just like, oh my God. I'm going to die. Mm. I was like nearly failing push jerks at 50 kilos, which I've never done before. Um, I think, yeah, the push jerks and the bar facing burpees yeah. is a brutal combo. Mm. It's just a double push. Mm. And um, 50 kilos is 50 kilos, but you yeah. Know, Bar-facing burpees is your whole body weight, basically like a, a lazy push-up. Yeah. Um, and bar-facing just makes it 10 times worse. So yeah. I feel like the deadlift is definitely the rest in that one. So Yeah. I think depending on who you were, like it was either the push-jacks or the burpees that got you. Yeah. And you could tell when people let the burpees get to them and then just like go to those like grief burpees, just like... Up to the knees, get decapitated. My life sucks. Um, But uh, yeah, I think that was actually probably my favorite workout to coach all week, just purely because people could work together on the same bar and count reps for each other. You kind of go to that place where it hurts enough where you can't even like keep count of your own reps. So you need your friend to do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. They're always my favorite workouts. Mm -hmm. It's like, same work rest ratio someone's on the bar you're work you're resting and then swap mm. and it's just really good for morale as well i think when you've just got a counter Definitely. you don't have to mark mm-hmm. the ground they're marking it for you yeah and it's uh it's a really good workout that one yeah yeah i had uh kaz do that one on wednesday morning at 9 a.m and she did our she was gonna she's like i'm just gonna do 30 kilos and i was like have a try at 35 because she has pushed a couple of yeah, yeah. and she did and she smoked it. She did oh, so excellent. good. Yeah. That's so wonderful. Yeah. She's worked so hard on her jerks as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It was like she, you know, she was doing the jerks in, like she slowed them down like a little bit. on her chest. But yeah. she committed. She committed That's and so she good. just kept going and it was really yeah, good to see. Yeah. She's at that point where we need to push her to do RX more often. Yeah. And some people, you know, they need to back away and maybe scale to get a better workout. But for her and a few other people, they, you know, they need that challenge. Mm, to, yeah. It's so easy to be like, oh, just go lighter and, you know, you get a good workout. But with yeah. her, she's strong enough. She's got to back herself. Yeah. She's got the technique there. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with scaling, though. No. Yes. No. Definitely. Nothing wrong with scaling whatsoever. We did uh, Thursday a big, oh, long emom. Mm. I wasn't here for this one. Bit so. of a sweat sesh. Yeah. I... Uh, I really actually enjoyed coaching this one. I love spending time with people doing Turkish get-up practice. Mm. I think even if you've done a thousand Turkish get-ups before, doing them slow at a tempo, uh, and it, and I even had some people in the warm-up doing with a, a plate, like just holding the plate flat on their hand, and uh, everyone found it really challenging. It's good to like do the, the half Turkish get-ups first, and then practicing just bringing your foot through, and uh, I actually enjoyed that a lot. Uh, yeah, coaching it to me, least. Turkish get-ups is kind of like a, a neurological response that mm-hmm. you get, kind of like holding a handstand. 
there's a lot of moving parts, so it really gets people's brain fired up, and you can really, you know, see when people are coordinated, and you can see when people aren't coordinated. So yeah. it's a really good way to sort of suss out their movement pattern, and um, you know, people can pick it up quite quickly, but other people just have no idea. Well, that's what I I, I feel like a Turkish getup. It's good to take the time to learn how to do it properly, and then once you do, the efficiency you have of it is so much better. It's mm. like. There are also so many people that I've seen who have been like, oh, this is a Turkish get-up. And they're just rushing to stand it up. And you're just like, no, no. And they do it and they're like, wow, that's so much easier. Yeah, and I'm like, slightly. have you seen yeah. Nate Rankin do Turkish get-ups? No. Guys, I've never seen a movement look so well-oiled in my life. I reckon she could do three Turkish get-ups to one of mine. Oh, my God. Insane. Ridiculous. I can't remember what workout it was, but it was... Yeah, it's a pretty unique movement where... Um, it can be used as like a rehab tool mm-hmm. for mm. shoulder stability. Uh, and it's also as brutal as a burpee, you know, with like just moving your whole body that far mm-hmm. with up a light down, weight, mm-hmm. let alone a heavy weight. Um, and it can be a strength exercise as well with like max max weight. What can you do? I remember one of the first CrossFit competitions, and I'm pretty sure it was Joel. It was out on some field somewhere Dude, that I ever went into. I was there. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was barbell like, one? Yes. Oh, my God. He must have been there I with you. I picked it up, stood up, went back down, and slid down to my back, and I got a no rep because I didn't show control. And it was like 45 kilos. I remember sitting there going. Barbell? It was yeah. a 45 bar- kilo barbell. It was yeah. insane. I was watching it, and I was like, <laughs> what are these people doing? What, this, I was it like was 19. Coastal no. CrossFit one. Yes, it must have been. Up the coast. Yeah. Uh, Luke Roberts was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was friends with Joel, so yeah. maybe that's where the connection is. Yeah. Oh mate, that was a that was a really hard. That was one of my first first workouts as well. Yeah, that man. I remember what, insane. That was. I don't so, reckon I could do one. Yeah, it was. It was like crazy. ten minutes to find a one rep max Turkish get up. Yeah, it was like with ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah, up to thirty kilos, and then it was like you can use the barbell after that. Yeah, because you had like a dumbbell or a kettlebell or something, but then there was a barbell. I just remember watching that workout and being like, what are these people doing? This is insane. This is absolute friggin' madness. This was before you did CrossFit? This was before I'd started CrossFit. Was this like a deterrent? No. Is that why you started doing, that's why you started doing (laughs) weightlifting? By the way, I saw Rian doing thrusters this week. Oh, yeah. I was doing power cleans. (laughs) (laughs) Changed it up. I was doing a cluster. Yeah. Yeah. Gangster. Yeah. Um... Let's move on. Friday is today. Karen. God yes. damn Karen. Mm. I just finished coaching the 9 o'clock in the midday class. There was 19 people at the 9 o'clock class. Wow. So it's pumping over so here busy. at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Hey. Especially Fridays. Especially Fridays. Yeah. I think people want to just knock, knock off, off early. work early and go have some beers. And then uh, so the, the midday and the 9 o'clock have been absolutely heaving. Yeah, mm. that's good. I got a little bit nervous when that many people <clears throat> rocked up and I'm like... I'm, I get nervous sometimes because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to effectively touch every single person and whoa, give whoa, them... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> show me on the doll where they touch me. No, like, <laughs> as in like, uh, you know... Interact. Touch people in a coaching sense yeah. where I'm like, hey, why don't you try this a little bit differently? And like, I have that sense all the time where I like walk out of a class and I always think to myself, I didn't coach this person. Or I didn't talk to this person that much. And I'll make an effort yeah. to talk to them the next time or give them a bit more of my time. It is hard in those With 19 classes. people, yeah. 
you sacrifice that, but what you gain is a shit ton of vibe and mm. enthusiasm. And I was talking to someone, I'm like, oh, sorry, I was so busy. I'm like, that was the best class ever. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right, it was. Yeah. It was like, there was so much going I, on. I but I think as coaches, you notice the things that get missed in a busy class way more than the people yeah. who are actually in the class. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. vibing off of like everybody yeah, being around you. Yeah, where you're like, oh, I didn't see that person walk in. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> there was some real atmosphere. It was sick. It was good. Um, Karen, uh, Tim did five minutes something. That was a pretty fast time. I think, five. Mate, I, think I saw Courtney, Jordan. Uh, do no, it. no, guys. Courtney went unbroken. Courtney went unbroken. Did yeah. you hear Courtney went unbroken? <laughs> <laughs> Courtney went unbroken. Yes, uh, so beforehand... I was and her time was... 4.42, I think, was her time. I feel like... Do you think doing wobbles for four minutes and 42 seconds, just not stopping? I don't, I I don't like doing 20 wobbles. <laughs> I, I reckon if I did, I'd get like 70. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, like... Catch and pause. <laughs> just don't put the ball down. <laughs> this um, counts, this counts, this so counts. So it was actually interesting because... Uh, Ebony, Sarah, and Courtney came in and did the class together at yep. six thirty, which I have really enjoyed watching those three girls. Uh, They've been coming back into the classes Tuesday, yeah. Wednesdays, yeah. all over at Red Hills. Um, and I think, do you want to restart that? Yeah. Did it stop? No, it's just it will. one minute. Oh. Um. Just pause. Because yeah. I'll cut this. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, and they came in and. Sarah is really good at wobbles. Mm. Uh, and I walked up to Sarah and said, Sarah, you're doing at least 100 in your first set. And she said, cool, no worries. And I looked at Courtney and was like, you're doing one more than what Sarah's doing. And then I watched it and Sarah, the last 10 reps of her, like from 90 to 100, was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> watching it. And I looked at Courtney and she just looked comfy. I was like, oh, we're on here. Ooh. And... Uh, it was unreal to watch. And she finished and just kind of like sat down on the ground and looked around. She's like, yep, unbroken. That is so offensive. Yeah, it's ridiculous. A, it's uh, so even on the Wednesday morning, I think it was the Wednesday, she did the run workout. Mm. She, on the last run, she she was had, had eaten before she came in and her stomach wasn't feeling good. But on the last run, she walked up the hill and she came back in, guns blazing, and just did her 25 chest to bars mm. unbroken. And I was like, same. <laughs> it, it's just, yeah. it's incredible to watch that, Insane. but also how much it like drives everybody else mm -hmm. in the, in yeah. the class. Yeah, she it. is the definition of a real athlete, mm. and I really, really like watching her exercise because it's perfect for it is very pretty. to show people, hey, that's what that movement looks like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's also uh, uh, a bit of a, a level that you can be like, this is potentially the, where you can if you put go. in a lot yeah. of hard work and if yeah. you you know eat well and train really hard and give it time don't expect this in like six months but well, yeah, and give I it years and years courtney would agree with this as well it's not like she's just like born with the ability to like mm. obviously she's fairly talented but like most of what you achieve in crossfit is just like come in and do the it. boring stuff move really well and then add intensity after that. Like, make sure you're moving super well before you're doing heavy snatches. Make sure you're doing the gymnastics perfectly. She did 15 years of gymnastics before she started CrossFit. And mm. that's why she's so good. And I think that's what just have, has to be remembered. That it's like, come in and practice the skills. Mm. And get good at the skills before you try and do them. 
yeah. like she does. Master the basics. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Anyway, I, yeah, I always tell all the, the newbies, and we do like the, uh, the on-ramp program, I, I tell them that gymnastics and weightlifting is all about, it's, it's kind of like learning the guitar. Yeah. You just learn the chords, you learn the C chord and the G chord <laughs> and the D chord, and you just play them super slow, and you just get them perfect. And then you put them together. That turns into a song eventually, mm -hmm. just like it turns into a 100 kilo snatch, or it turns into 25 mm -hmm. chest about pull-ups unbroken. It's a good analogy. Um, uh, any other standouts? Standouts from Karen. I, I saw I saw Jordan do it. She didn't do it. She did it on Wednesday. She did it on Wednesday. Yeah. I was still very impressive. One just minute over PB. yeah, just right. over five minutes. I, I think, think it was. was. Five twenty one. And same thing. Much. She just looked. She did, she was structured her breaks, but she just looked very composed the entire way, yeah. under control, like just moving really mm. well. So that was cool to see too. Yeah, I find it important to write notes for myself when I do workouts like Karen because it's one movement. And it's kind of like Fran. You could do Fran Unbroken twice and get close to a 45-second difference. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with Karen, you could do it unbroken, which I will never do. <laughs> so Courtney could do it unbroken, and she could do it unbroken again yeah. and get... 20 seconds faster. You know, potentially, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. even 20 or slower. slower. Yeah. Um, yeah. So by writing down in your note app or in Train Heroic... I broke it up and mm -hmm. I did this, this, this. I did 30, 20, 20, 20. At least you have a game plan going into it next time. And even like a note on like what type of ball you used. Mm. Like, yeah. oh, I used the bouncy purple ball. Or I used the really big sandy ball and I got heaps of sand in my eye. That's why it was so hard. Yeah. Uh, or I wore oh, goggles when I, I did. I, yeah, I wore my <laughs> goggles this time and it was fine. Um, or I used a small ball. Shoulders didn't hurt so much. So yeah. like I think that's uh, yeah, a good... I've found this cycle <clears throat> encouraging everyone to track more mm -hmm. has really paid off as well, especially like with being like, okay, guys, you know, we did our five-minute AMRAP mm -hmm. for the handstand push-ups at the start. What did you get? Because we're doing 25% of that mm -hmm. now. So it's like everyone's like, oh, I actually have uh, yeah. to. I think and it so... is important. Like I, I understand that lots of people don't want their name up on the leaderboard or whatever, but I mm. think it really does add to, number one, not just the vibe in the gym, mm. but it just like – makes you proud of your effort of whatever is up on there. You're like, yeah. I know that I couldn't have squeezed out one more rep because I knew my, my score was going to be up on that leaderboard. Today, yeah. So. So yeah. Personal accountability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, with Karen, I find it also helps me. I don't know if anyone else does this, but sometimes I just throw the ball a little bit higher. Yes. Gives me a quarter of a second uh -huh. longer to shake out my arms, mm -hmm. my legs don't have to squat. Yeah. Um, Straight away, and um, I would rather do it the other way. <laughs> no, because the thing that happens for me is that, like, this holding the ball position is yeah. the hardest part of camera. Yeah. Like, it's not the squat, it's not the throw, it is being in this front rack position. Yeah. blows my shoulders to pieces. So, all I'm doing really? is I'm throwing the ball as high as I can, drop, drop my hands down, down, and waiting for it, and then I'll catch the squat and throw it as high as I can. And yes, it's slow. But it, uh, it's, it that, that could be the difference between you sense. holding on to your game plan of yeah. doing 40 mm. reps before you break, mm. you mm. get to 36 and you're like, I want to break now. Yeah. Yeah. And when you break on an odd number like that, 36, yeah, you, you. you feel like you've lost mm -hmm. it. And so if you can get to 40 and make that little micro game, micro goal, mm. then you're like, all right, I achieved something. I'm going to mm -hmm. rest 10 seconds, maybe 15 seconds, and I'm going to go for 20. Mm -hmm. If you get to 18, you feel like you let yourself down, and then you're like, that's it. Then you do seven. Yeah. Then you do six. Yeah. Um, so by having these micro goals, yeah, it's important. Helps. So just to get that extra three reps mm -hmm. out, throw it higher, shake out your arms, um, that's oh, that helps a lot. At least this morning. Nailed it. 
10 minute email oh, yeah. of two strung together ring muscle ups. Unbroken muscle First ups. First time ever. Yeah. We need to piss test her. I know. <laughs> that girl's gains are just getting yeah, so ridiculous. incredible. Yeah, clean and jerk on, at uh, the comp on the weekend. Also, Insane. she just rose to the occasion mm-hmm. so good. much If you haven't the watched weekend. the video, go watch the video. Yeah. The, it was the nicest clean and jerk out of everyone's. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, it was just, it was so beautiful. It was like a five kilo PB. It was like something ridiculous. Mm. It was just like. She just... It looked like she could have done extra But you know what? And I, ha- I say this to everyone when like people are like, oh, how can I get better? I'm like, do the class. Mm-hmm. Once you feel good doing the class, do some of the extras, build up, just show up, be mm-hmm. consistent every day. And that's every exactly day, what she has done. Yeah. She's just shown up and mm-hmm. given 100% whatever that looks like on any given day. Mm-hmm. And her consistency has just skyrocketed mm-hmm. her progress. Yeah. yeah. Consistency and apart well from working bars. on some skills, like I see her working on some chest bars and stuff when they're not programmed, but she doesn't just come up with a random workout and does it. She follows the program and then mm. she'll work on some skill mm-hmm. if if it's not already in the program. Um, it's not coming up with three other sexy workouts in the week and doing them, mm. uh, which I find quite important. Just trust the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was talking to her the other day as well and she said it felt so easy. I wanted to maybe even go heavier, um, but... The challenge will be, and I know she'll rise to the challenge, is to do that weight in training. Yeah. And then realize that the atmosphere at a comp, sometimes it feels like it weighs Mm -hmm. so little, Mm. and then you fail that weight in training, or it's like getting your first muscle up, and Mm -hmm. then you can't get one again for like three months. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that that atmosphere environment. And that's why I love comps. Um, Replicating it without the adrenaline. But that's what I like classes. Mm. Yeah. Get the enthusiasm. I, do, I'm, I like the I vibe of training with other people. Oh, I miss doing classes. It's like the reason I started doing CrossFit was to do classes. Yeah. yeah? And uh, it's probably the thing that I regret the most about becoming a coach. Well, I like, I mean, I didn't do a lot of competitive CrossFit for a while. I was doing just weightlifting. And then when I came back here and the vibe was like, so good mm. i was like this is why i started crossfit mm-hmm. to begin with and it completely yeah. disappeared towards the end of me competing when yeah. i was in sydney because you're doing by yourself on my own. In the corner. it you, just was yeah. horrible you relinquish all that power to the coach and yeah. the coach warms you up the coach gets you inspired and the coach gets you on time and you've got all right you've got three minutes to warm up mm-hmm. let's go let's do this um whereas when you train by yourself mm. warm-up's pretty average yeah delay uh, you know, Takes two hours, five minutes hour rest and between. And you check your phone. Squats. You write back to someone. You do something. It's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did the class on Tuesday for that workout, and uh, I really liked it. That was Drew's class. Yeah, and I think you get that similar feeling to a comp. Obviously, you don't want that every day, but um, that similar like everyone's Push. here encouraging. Yeah, you yeah, that, yeah. People yeah. are watching. People are you know um, yelling at you, so you don't want to let them down. Uh, just quickly, we'll talk about tomorrow's workout. I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but um, we just came up with it. We, we kind of like went back and forth on a couple of things, but the workout is for on Saturday in teams of three. You're going to do this for time. 60 Devil's Press, <clears throat> followed by 21 Suicide Sprints. So you're going to do seven each. What, five meters and back, 10 meters and five, back, 10, 15, 15 and back? Yep. You do the 5, 10, 15, then your partner yeah. does it. Yeah. So you'll all be standing at the starting line, slap hands. Social distance, slap hands and up, 5, 10, 15. Uh, so you're going to do seven rounds of that. And then 90 kettlebell swings broken up in your team of three. Then 15 shuttle sprints, five each. This time it will just be to the 
uh, halfway of the field and back. So that'll be 100 meters total, 50 up, 50 back. You do five of them each. Indian file, 120 ball slams, and then nine uh, 200 meter sprints. That will be 100 meters up, 100 meters back. Tag your buddy, they do it. Tag the next person, they do it. And you do that three times each. Mm. Something a little bit different, mm. but um, Saturdays are always intended to be a bit more fun and a little bit less... Um, yeah, a little bit less aggressive on the body, but still hard. Um, so we're not like loading up the spine too much on Saturday. And we're kind of like, mm. you shouldn't be too sore after this workout, but you'll still love the rest on Sunday mm. and then get ready to squat heavy on Monday again. Yeah. Oh, we had a doozy Monday. Really? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Or we'll leave it? Um, it's up to you. I'll leave it. I'll yeah, let's leave, leave it for it. next one. Yeah, so that's Saturday. Um, what are we going to talk about? Um, what did I mention? The um, this the history behind. Oh ducks. yes. Oh great. Yeah. Actually, CrossFit you know what? I've always wondered how you got ducks. Well, let me tell you. Yeah. So I started with thinking about calling it CrossFit Matador. Mm. Like the matador yeah, yeah, yeah. holding the thingy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the all I thought was this stupid bad logo of a guy swinging a kettlebell, but the horns were like this bull. And you're like holding the. And I'm like, oh, this holding the bull by the horns. Yeah. And then grab, the, grab life by the horns or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, them ideas that start really good and they fade? Yeah. Right? So, CrossFit matador. I don't know if it's actually a CrossFit gym. Um, Call that Matador. I just like that name, Matador. And then I looked up dumbbells. This is back in like 2012, right? Mm. So it's been a while now. Um, Greece, ancient Greece um, weights, dumbbells in particular, are called helteras. And it didn't really ring, but I was going to call it CrossFit helteras. Um, but then I'm like, oh, that doesn't ring, ring, you know, ring very well. It doesn't come mm. off the tongue. Um, and then it was going to be called CrossFit Tuong, and I envisioned the two O's in the Tuong being rings and some yeah. guy swinging on the rings, logo-wise. Mate, I mean, listen, these are all pretty good ideas. Like, I, you, I'm glad you went the way you went. Though. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's great, but, like, 10 points for creativity on all of this stuff. <laughs> um, and then I was thinking, like, deuce motorcycles and then, you know, put up your dukes. Mm. Um, I don't know how you even spell yeah, yeah. that. But I was just coming up with, like, words with the letter D, uh, X in it. And I fucking love the letter X. And then um, found ducks. And I actually got rejected on the name. What, what, what does ducks mean? Well, ducks is like the ducks of the school, right? So Number the, one. Um, in America, they call it the valedictorian. In England and Scotland and Australia and New Zealand, they call it the ducks of the school. Mm. So it's like the leader. You can be the academic leader. You can be the uh, sporting achievement leader. So that's at the end of each year. We have them awards, the um, ducks latharum and the ducks ladorum. That's like the, the best and fairest and also the, um, most, the most improved. improved or how we translate it anyway. Yeah. So ducks means like ducks of the school. Mm. And then when I um, put in my request to CrossFit HQ, they rejected it. And they're like, sorry, we can't use the word ducks because they thought it was like quack, quack ducks with a weird spelling. And yeah. I'm like, 
sorry, we can't use abbreviations and stuff. Do you have any other names? And I'm like, well, it's, not an it's actually in my dictionary. Mm. And then I got an email back from Greg Glassman. I screenshotted it. I should try and find it. He's like, it said something like, for one, sir, I love this word. And you're welcome to the family. Or some shit like this. <laughs> some <laughs> so, weird shit. Oh, man. Something weird. Like, <laughs> and he's like, and your application has been approved. Welcome to the family. I'm like, sweet. So CrossFit Ducks. Mm. Um, it it looks the way it's spelled, right? Like yeah. I still get people calling. Is this CrossFit Ducks? I'm like, just just Tuck. say it smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there were some options on what I was going to call it, but I'm glad I went with Ducks. Yeah, definitely the right choice. Yeah, short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about pre-workout ideas. Oh yeah. So, what do you take before you train? Um. <sighs> I don't take much. Uh, I think I've taken on... Even like eating beforehand, when do you eat? So normally what I'll do, like if I train in the morning, I will uh, have my coffee like that I'll drink over the morning if I'm coaching and then um, I'll have something small like a banana um, and like half a protein shake maybe. Um, But then I also have carbohydrates normally during my training sessions because I normally go for one to two hours. So I eat in the middle of that too if I feel like I need to. Um, But I, you know, as far as like a straight pre-workout, I mean caffeine mostly. I've taken better Adeline. If Mm. if I know like I've got like a really big like workout, I've done that before. Um, But I'm like super sensitive to that stuff. <laughs> I've taken pre-workout before and it's crippled me. Uh, yeah. I would have even thought being a weightlifter as well, mm. like you can get tested and there's so much shit in products these days. You can't risk it. I've already had a random drug test and like even the intensity of which they make you mm. record. They're like, for the last week, you need to write down every single thing that you've consumed. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. I like had to think back to every any supplement, any mm. prebiotic, probiotic, anything. Like you have to write every single thing, the brand, how much you take, everything down when they test you. Mm. So that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I thought they just took you years and nah. So yeah, I mean, not only do you have to, I had like a sixty-year-old lady watch me pee, um, which was. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were like, yeah, you have to sit down, you have to write down every single thing because when they do the test, it'll come up with stuff. And if you haven't yeah. said, this is where I'm, I got this. I'm yeah. taking this, well, then they'll start to question it. Mm. So um, for me, more than anything, it's just, it's not worth taking the pre workout um, consistently because if there is a deviation or if there is something wrong with it. Or do you find that when you do start taking it consistently, you can't get off it easily and you feel like you need it? So, you know. It can definitely create a crutch. Yeah, if you just eat well mm. and eat at the right time, you you shouldn't need it, but it can get really. I think if you're training at any time other than the 5.30 and 6.30 a.m. classes. You should be eating before. You should be eating before you train. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Do you reckon so, like I, I go like two hours before? Yeah. So personally, I so I wake up at quarter to four or whenever it is. I have my oats immediately, and I have my coffee. So I've had my first meal of the day, and I don't train till ten. Mm. But then I'll eat again at around eight thirty, mm. and I'll have it's usually some slow release carbs like a 
brown rice or something similar with some tuna. Um, and that'll last me until the afternoon where I have my big meals. But um, if I don't eat that before I eat, before I train, I can definitely, definitely, definitely feel the difference in terms of energy. I just energy fade. Oh, I just yeah. fade so quickly. Hunger creeps in really quickly. And so if I'm even thinking about food or slightly yeah. hungry, I will stop training. I won't be able to do yeah. it uh-huh. or I'll do it at like 50%. Yeah. Especially like with weightlifting, when you're lifting a lot of weight, like you'll get halfway through, a, like for example, last night I did my back squats and I was six sets of six at 80%. By the end of it, I was that hungry. I like could not leave without <laughs> eating something. Like I had to get food from someone because I was so hungry. So I feel like if you're not adequately like fueling mm. before and even after you train, it kind of ticks over to the next day as well. I think for me it's less feeling hungry and it's just I start feeling really sluggish mm. and I can feel the difference if I when I start feeling like that I have my little scoop of, of Powerade. Powerade and and swig that down and I immediately like within five minutes feel like I'm good to go again. yeah um, but I think the only thing I can say for people who are training at 5 30 a.m. is really like have a non-milky coffee yeah if you don't want to take a pre-workout yeah bananas rec- work well bananas are good but again like uh, personally, honey? if I if I honey's fantastic. If yeah. I eat a banana right before I train, I will throw it up. Really? Yeah. I have I must have an ironclad stomach because I can normally eat within if it's like forty five minutes before training, I can have like a full meal. I could go do a big workout, I'll be fine. Depends what kind of workout I'm doing. Yeah. If I'm like doing burpees, strength stuff, you're throwing your body down. Uh, if I'm doing strength stuff, I can eat as much as I like. It doesn't bother me. It <laughs> is the moment my heart rate gets up, I start. Start getting I mean, yeah, you are a bit of a yeah. Gag. I'm a gagger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, insert video of me gagging. <laughs> um, I take creatine religiously. Yep. Um, before every training session, that must be why you say jacked. <laughs> it's <Right>. not working. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I used to do the whole snake thing, you know, like three to five snakes before training, and it did really help, especially like with the alertness. Um, but I didn't want to do that all snakes. the time, and I didn't want to have that stigma of like, oh, this guy's the owner of the gym, he's supposed he's to be super healthy, snakes, but he's yeah. eating snakes. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it does help, and it, especially if you're trying to just focus on performance, it doesn't matter mm. what it looks like, it's mm. just performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, honey, I've got honey here, so just a, like a, just like squeeze Squirt it into your mouth. Um, the, pro, uh, the Powerade stuff really mm. helps as well. Mm. Um, and just anything that goes into your system straight away. Yeah. That does yeah. If you're doing the power rate, I would genuinely recommend just like scooping it straight in your mouth and swinging it down with mm. some water. Because the problem is, is it's the volume. If you, if you put it in water. a liter of water, you it's have to drink the whole you, liter. Yeah, but it's also going to take you an hour to, or 20 minutes to drink it yeah. all. Yeah, that That's slushes around. Completely not the point of doing it. It's like get the sugar inside you so that you can use it. Yeah. Um, straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, other than that, like I don't really have. So, for example, Danny asked the question. Yeah, mm. she asked the question. She doesn't like getting the tingles from pre-workout. What's I your? Think, she doesn't like caffeine either. So yes, she doesn't correct. like drink coffee. Yeah, yeah. So I think the tough thing here is that you need to get your nutrition right, and it's hard because Danny is someone who trains in the morning. So mm. she was at the six thirty class this morning, and I think it would be worth the extra thirty minutes of getting up early to eat 
something small. Yeah. In my opinion, for myself, it would make a huge. Yeah, difference Yeah, she's not training at the five thirty, so mm. you know, considering that, you can squeeze a meal in quite easily. Yeah. You not a huge meal, but just something carby with a little bit of protein. But yeah. do you know what? Have twenty grams of oats mm-hmm. with half a banana, mm-hmm. protein, blend it in a blender, mm-hmm. down it. the hatch. You know, oh, like you could, even if you did that, you can put it in a pan. It makes beautiful pancakes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, chef. Liam over actually here. delicious. <laughs> and it's easier to eat because you can actually eat the pancakes in the car yeah. on the way to the gym or whatever. So. Yeah. Or like we said, it, you know, honey normally does mm-hmm. the trick too. So Yeah, honey's a good one. A big pump of honey before you train um, helps as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not big on like I don't like supplements in general, very I much. just find that the crash <laughs> is always worse. Like Yeah. You know, you do have, there will be a point, whether it's during the workout or after the workout where you just absolutely crash and I hate that feeling. Yep. Had that after every single open workout. Dude, that was probably one of the worst ideas you've ever had. So so someone recommended a new pre-workout to Greg. Oh no. And Greg... He double scoop this uh, this this pre workout like a champion. Yeah, like like <laughs> oh, I should have just snorted it. <laughs> uh, and then halfway through this workout, is that final workout with the bar muscle ups? I've never seen Greg chicken. Cool wing. workout, by the way. Yeah, never seen Greg chicken wing on a bar muscle up before. Thirty chicken wing bar muscle ups <laughs> later. Oh no! Greg's lying on the floor wanting to throw up, and then he's got a cleaner jerk as well. Hey, let's not forget knew- it was. It was a hard work. 35 degrees it was hot as in a hot. tin shed. It was, it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And <laughs> and your double scoop pre-workout. This pre-workout was the equivalent of five cups of coffee. Awesome. It was meth. It was meth. Yeah. Um, but uh, I so, think always, 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 if, you, if you're doing an important workout like a benchmark or a, or a competition. Don't change anything. Don't change your routine. Whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, if, whether it's a good routine or not, it is your routine and stick to it. Before something mm. important. Yeah. Um, 100%. Second that. Moving on from food and stuff, uh, another thing about early classes that made me just think now, we had someone post in the group and ask about ideas in terms of getting to class with a, with a young kid and so on. And obviously she had a, a lot of people reply on the post and everything, but I don't know, what are you guys, how do you guys have any ideas or, or anything that you would like to give Kaylee? So... Do you have a child? I don't. No. None do of you us. have a child? None of us have a child. I do not have so a child. obviously we don't have a very educated opinion on this, but uh, no, I, maybe yeah. you've had a client before that's had a, a cool way of dealing with it or something I like think, that. I um, think she needs to realise that the person that it annoys the most is probably her, yeah. not the whole class. Yeah. yeah. And like I've experienced a class with her where, you know, Mason was, you know, a little bit upset and sort of run around throwing some balls around and we're just trying to like clean them up and not make a big deal about it. Yeah. Um, and the only person that was getting frustrated was, was Kaylee. Yeah. yeah. So she needs to realize that um, she's doing this for herself and, you know. Um, Setting a good example mm. by showing up. Yeah. And, and he'll get used to it. It's just like a, a new environment, yeah. I think, for him. So 100%. I I'm so pumped to see her back. And I would hate 100%. for her to, um, you know, not put herself first in this situation. And he'll cry from time to time. Mm. We just have to deal with it. And I just pump fucking music up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, um, I had Ella and Meg both with their babies at the 9 a.m. class. And 
no, I have no qualms like holding a baby, mm-hmm. rocking a baby. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. But you're right. It, the person that it ends up upsetting more is, is, the is the parent. And it's like, for me, you know, holding a baby for five minutes mm-hmm. while I walk around and coach everyone, that, yeah, doesn't, not a big deal. that doesn't affect um, me. I think in the end, whatever the option is, the key is routine. Yeah. Especially for the young kid. From watching, uh, watching all the other people who are coming in with, with kids around that nine o'clock or even the six a.m. class, uh, the key is to do a similar thing every day so that they're used to getting up half yeah. an hour earlier to get to the gym. They're used to going straight to <laughs> daycare from because eventually, yes, at the start that that might be the thing that upset them, but eventually that's going to be their little comfort. They're like, oh, we're going to the gym at six. This is what we yeah. do every morning. Mm. And uh, consistency is key. With yeah. That. So I think it's everything. Uh, obviously, this is not a blanket rule, and I do not have this uh, this experience myself. But just from the outside looking, I think uh, yeah, consistency will will make it slightly easier. Prevail. Yeah, along along. Yeah, yeah along if, if you're trying different sessions mm. every day, then it's gonna be, be different, different for him every time. It's gonna piss you off too. Like routine is good for yourself. I yeah. like training at the same time every day. I don't like it when my routine goes out of the window. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway. We don't mind if your baby cries. No, that's right. And I think there are there are there are noisier dogs. Yeah, my sonos goes very high. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's all I've got so far. What do you guys want to talk about? I've got two more minutes. I mean, listen. I think we did pretty good. I think we've covered everything I wanted to cover. I think I just wanted to say how excited I am to see everyone doing all. Not all the extras, but doing some extras outside of class. I'm seeing a lot of people putting some extra work in. I know, it's so and good. I am loving it. So like uh, Willow and Kane in the morning doing the extra squats or whatever it is, practicing some handstand push-ups or even doing shoulder rehab. Yeah. I am loving that people are coming in and it's not just walk into the class one minute before the class starts and walking out one minute after the class starts. It's like people are staying an extra 20 minutes and I think... That extra 20 minutes, you'll see the benefits uh, in the weeks and months and years to come. Yeah. Like, oh, that time I spent four or five weeks practicing kipping pull-ups, and now I can do them and my shoulders don't hurt. So, yeah. yeah. I think uh, just that's, want to yeah, keep encouraging that's people That's the difference to keep between the, the intermediates mm-hmm. getting to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, by all means, like, the hour is more than enough for some people, mm-hmm. and, like, it should be the best hour of your day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if, you're, um, if you want to get better at certain things, if you've been coming for a while, mm-hmm. just... I just like stay back, have some fun, find a friend as well, mm-hmm. and like pick someone in your class. And be like, hey, do you just want to stay back for thirty more minutes, and we'll just do this conditioning piece together. Yeah, I think yeah, I've been seeing a lot more people that probably haven't necessarily usually done it, mm-hmm. and they're hanging back and they're all get like getting in and having a good time, and it's been really good. It's been a good. It makes for a good vibe as yeah. well. Yeah, it's been a really good vibe lately. Yeah, I'm digging yeah. it. Excellent. All right, team. Cool. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.